right. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of How to Be a Texan. How you doing, Kevin? Doing great. Yeah. Andrew? Yeah. Okay. Another <laughs> enormous <laughs> intro of Andrew. Thank you. Andrew, you used to talk a lot more before we put a microphone in front of your face. <laughs> yeah. Now uh, you say nothing. That's right. That's right. So uh, today, Kevin, I thought we'd keep on our Blue Zone kind of stream here and talk about... Uh, blue sp- what? Whatever. The sport of... Blue tr- Zone. Isn't that, that blue drink at Sonic? Like Blue Zone Blast oh, or something? those are gross. Have you ever had one of those? <laughs> no, but the one girls of, drink those. My nephew, he drinks that all the time. And it, I tried it one time. It's like a blue sl- blue coconut it, slushy. It looks like antifreeze. Oh, gosh, it tastes like it, too. It's horrible. <laughs> but today, I thought we'd talk about triathlons oh, in Texas. not that blue zone? No, blue zones in, like, healthy living. Oh, uh, okay. So, gotcha. So, so anyway, um, yeah, triathlons in Texas, that's kind of an odd topic. But to me, it's it's funny, but it's also uh, kind of inspiring. Um, and so uh, the reason that I thought about that was because I was standing down in Houston uh, in the woodlands uh, literally last week, and they were getting ready for – they had the course all set up for this big Ironman race that goes – that's in the woodlands. And so that's kind of prompted, you know, the, the thought of, wow, that's a really popular thing to do, and why in the world would people do that? Is that the full Ironman? Yeah, the gnarly one. The gnarly? The yeah. big-time one. Yeah, where you're, you know, swimming – five for five years and you know <laughs> what are the distances like two so yeah 2.2 2.3 miles swim 112 mile bike and then a full marathon that's uh that's intense <laughs> can't, I, I can't imagine so how many of those have you done uh zero <laughs> yeah, how many too. of those are on my bucket list zero <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> not even on the bucket list <laughs> no no it doesn't make it to mine either but uh, but it is exciting and it's something that uh, i certainly can't discourage anybody from but that's really kind of a calling in my mind now, i didn't know there was one in woodlands i thought there was one down in galveston is that a different thing yeah. or no so the, i think they've had the one in galveston it's a half and so it's half so basically those distances i just throw out cut it in half mm-hmm. which is a little bit more reasonable and then i think there's one in austin as well um and then there's one way out in lubbock called uh, the buffalo springs one which is fun too uh of course i've never i've never done an ironman i've never done a half um but that gets back to you know what we did back in the day and it just reminded me of some giggles that we had back in the day because we you and I did a few of those, and uh, they were, they they were entertaining. Um, so what again? It just prompted me because entertaining on multiple levels. Yeah, yeah. So when when Amy and I, my wife and I, turned forty, um, this was uh, you know of course nine years ago for us. Anyway, Amy Amy kind of challenged me, and uh, and I just saw it. As a matter of fact, another thing just prompted me. It came up on Facebook literally this morning. The mm. picture of us after we had done our very first uh, triathlon. It came up anyway um, nine plus years ago. Uh, Amy said, you know, hey, let's do something. You know, we're turning forty. Um, let's prove that we're not ready for the rocking chair yet. Yeah. So anyway, so we talked you guys into it, and our other couples in our small group well that was right after we all did that 10k thing do you remember that yeah so i think we were kind of on a fitness thing yeah we'd all pumped out a bunch of kids and we were like yeah we're a little heavy and let's i think the 10k if i remember right i had trained for a 5k yeah and because some of us were going to do 5k some of us were going to do 10k oh yeah and so i trained for the 5k and i kind of even 
pulled the muscle or something. I don't know. I was really being wimpy about it. But anyway, I show up and everybody was like, oh, I'm doing the 10K. So Chris was like, yeah, I'm doing 10K. Brian, you know, Brian Kirsty, yeah, doing 10K. Right. And then I remember the tipping point for me was when Janet walked up. And I was like, Janet, what'd you sign up? Oh, I'm just going to do the 10K. Yes. Like, All right. Well, I'm just going to do the 10K too. <laughs> yeah. So I decided to do a 10K. Yeah. And uh, you were amazing. I it remember took watching a long you. time. Yeah, that one took a long time. You know, you know why I was watching you because I had all the kids and I did the fun run, <laughs> right, a hundred yard fun run, and so I had like twenty kids with me doing the fun run, and then all the big people were going to do the ten k, and so me and all the kids were the cheering yeah. section, and so <laughs> I was going so slow that day that there were. There were ladies pushing strollers, like with <laughs> twins. I'm not, I'm not making this up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were walking past me while I was jogging. No, no, no. They I, might have been doing a little more than a walk. Kendra called me at one point, because Kendra wasn't there, and she knew I was going to do a 5K, so she called me like after I should have been done. Right. And I had my iPhone, and I was listening to music, so I just answered the phone while I was running. I was like, hey. She's like, what are you doing? Are you still running? Yeah, I decided to do the 10K. What? (laughs) It was nuts. So it was like a week later, I think, Amy called me. Uh And y'all had hatched this plan of doing the... Uh, doing the try, the sprint oh, yeah. try. And Amy thought she was going to have to, you know, like talk me into it. And I remember the conversation. She's like, hey, you know, we're thinking about doing this try. We think it might be, you know, better so you don't have to run so far. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, but it'd be a swim and a bike and a run. I said, yeah, I'll do it. She's like, no, I mean, you can think about it if you I said, no, I'm, I'm fine. I've been wanting to do a try before I turn 40. She's like, oh, well, that's what we're doing. So, yeah, okay, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, so great. Well, it was a hoot because that was a sprint. And, and so uh, there were 16 or 18 adults that did it with us. Mm-hmm. And it was just a real hoot. And so, kids. Andrew ran a relay in that one. That's right. That's right. And so oh, we, yeah. yeah. I forgot you, about that. You we had, that? Uh, it was back in the day. We had a couple of relay teams going. Uh, because I don't think did I do the whole thing on that one? I can't remember if you, I did a real. I think I did the whole thing. On no, that you one. did. You did yeah. the whole thing. But then we yeah, had I did. we had one team that had like this ace high school swimmer. Oh, on that's it. right. That's what I'm thinking of. And she be, she blew everybody out of. The, I mean, she beat everybody. She was like the fourth to start. She blew away everybody. And then she gave it to Brandy. Brandy Adams to do the bike. <laughs> so Brandy right. had something a little... It was like a Dorothy bike. <laughs> <laughs> a little streamers on the handlebars. And yeah. she's up there with all the stud riders and their, you know, teardrop helmets on and stuff. And Brandy's just... <laughs> <laughs> she did fine. She did fine. They lapped her, but she did uh, fine. Yeah, anyway, I remember that one. No, That's no, no, the one no. I was still on a mountain bike in that one, too. Oh, yeah. I don't know. We all started out that way and then moved, moved up. And but, I ended up uh, running with Amy on that one. That's oh, yeah. the picture that popped up on ours That's this right. week. Yeah, that was so, so funny. At we, one point, I was running and I heard this, "Hey, Kevin! <laughs> hey, Kevin!" And I looked back. Amy was like, you know, two hundred yards back. So I just stopped and waited. <laughs> She's like, "Oh, you didn't have to stop." I was like, uh, "I'm not winning this thing. <laughs> Let's no, just run together." No, that was the first one where Kendra and Amy, after they got out of the the pool, they took an eight minute break to go to the uh, <laughs> to freshen up in the porta potties. You remember that? <laughs> so, yeah. We were it, like, no, your T1 time's got to be less than a minute. And they went in for eight and a half they minutes. They took a break, and then Amy and I still ended up running together somehow. <laughs> that I don't know. 
I had a cramp or something. I don't know what I did. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't have any excuses. But, that was uh, fun. But that it was it, fun. So it was fun. It was a season in life for us where we started doing a number of of those, and then some. We had one friend, Brian, who continued on, and he actually did the Ironman, which mm-hmm. was pretty amazing. But I went on and did a couple of Olympic distances. So the distance uh, differences in, in those, just a little bit of background. Did you do the full Olympic or did you do it as a relay? I did two of the full Olympics. Oh, yeah. And I did a yeah. relay on the Olympic one, but yeah. I didn't do an Olympic one. So, I so, did the bike leg for a relay. Yeah. So just what, just so you know, there's basically four distances on, on a triathlon. If you ever have any interest whatsoever in doing one. The sprint is by far the most user-friendly where you can go in and it's a 5K. You you swim two to 500 yards. You run basically a 5K on the third leg. And then the bike ride is anywhere from 11 to 20 miles or so, something mm-hmm. like that. Generally not anywhere close to 20 miles. But it's not overwhelming at all. You can do it in about an hour, hour and a half, something like that. Yep. But it's a heck of a good workout. Mm-hmm. It's a chuckler because you see all kinds of walks in life. <laughs> but then you go up from the sprint, you go to what's called the Olympic distance and basically double all that. So you go, you know, a 750 mile, or I'm sorry, 750 <laughs> yard or meter swim, about, I don't know, 22 or so miles um, biking, and then. Um, and then it's the 10K. It's a 6.1, 6.2-mile run. Mm-hmm. So that was a real kick in the pants for me when I had to grow up to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did two of those, and I did one. I did this Toyota Championship Series. I was out there on that one. You you went with me. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was that – I did was, a relay. By that point, I had decided that I was going to focus more on the bike. Yeah. <laughs> well – Because I was just, you know, I yeah. love the triathlon except for the swimming and running part. Those right. I hated – Oh my God! Other than that, it's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I focused in on the bike. So in that Toyota one, I did a relay, and we had oh, that's right. That's we right. had Paul Marshall do the swim, and then I did the bike, and then I can't remember who ran for us. It might have been Greg Herb. Maybe? Yeah, probably, probably something, something like that. But yeah, no, though. But yeah, one. I remember you did the full thing, and that one was like it was tough. It got super hot at the end, yeah, from what hot. I understand. Yeah, people were yeah, dropping people, like flies on that one. They were. They were yeah. just getting dehydrated. So, mm-hmm. but but it is fun, and and so let me give encouragement on that. Um, if you ever think about doing something like that, there's a couple of articles here, Kevin, that I just thought would be kind of fun to talk through about the 20 reasons why you should consider doing one. And a lot of them are, are legit because I, I will say I'm not a, a triathlete anymore. I blew an Achilles about seven years ago, and it really stopped me for a number of years. Um, and then with Amy getting sick, it again, it, it, it really kind of stopped me on my tracks on that. But I did, again, with Kathy and Patrick last year, just again to prove myself, I did, the, I did one last mm-hmm. year. And I'll, pro- I'll, I'll probably end up doing another one this year just to say I can do one a year. Um, yeah, I really got to where I just enjoyed the biking. Yeah. You know, yeah. I could just go out and ride. And I remember it was funny when uh, Kersey started training for the full Ironman. Oh, yeah. There would be some Saturdays where I would, you know, see him out. I'd be riding a bike. He'd be out doing a bike. There was right. literally one Saturday where I think I saw him three times throughout the day. Oh, yeah. And like I saw him on the bike in the morning. And then I, as I was coming back, I saw him on the bike again. Mm-hmm. And then I went and, like, I think worked around the house, went to Home Depot or something. And as I was driving back from Home Depot, this was several hours later, he was out running. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Saying, Still working out. Like, yeah. I mean, it, 
yeah. it became such a time commitment for that Ironman. It was oh, that's right. very eye-opening. Well, even, even when I was training for the Olympic, you know, when you're going, you know, a 750-yard swim, a 25-mile bike, and a, a 10K, my, I, I, I realized that my what I was doing for just the sprints, it was, you know, you're working out maybe five days a week, and you were mixing it up with swim, bike, run type, whatever. Yep. No big deal. You can do it maybe an hour a day. No big deal. When when I bumped it up to that next one, I noticed that I was doubling my training time too, mm-hmm. and working, being a dad, being a husband, all this other yeah. church activities, whatever. It's tough. It, it was tough. And then I I watched uh, I watched our friend Brian, and then I've I've watched other friends who who still do the Ironman, and it really is. I mean, you're talking thirty hours a week mm-hmm. of training time, uh, and and that's, well, then it, and then at some point you got to string them all together in training, right? Because one of the mistakes that people make too, right. even with the sprints, is they'll train you know for the swim, they'll train for the bike, they'll train for the run, right? But they forget to train to do all three in sequence, right. which is what you got to end up doing several times at the end of your training. And that takes a long time because you're oh, doing the whole event. The bricks. Yeah. They, they call them these bricks. <clears throat> I remember Chris Wood, when he first did the sprint, he, I remember talking to him. He's like, oh, yeah, man, I'm, you know, the running, I'm fine, swimming, I'm fine. But, you know, I said, have you done them all in sequence? No, nah, no, nah, man. Sure enough, it kicked his butt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's... As tough as Chris is. I mean, he's a much better athlete than I am. Yeah. But it, it just was, you know really eye-opening to me that yeah you no matter how strong you are, you gotta you gotta do them back to back yeah and that adds so much time to the training at just, the end of i that just thing. remember the first time that we did that and we came so we did the swim which is it creates its own set of anxieties most people are the most anxious about the swim um but so we did that and then we did the bike which was to me and you i think was by far the most fun we're like mm-hmm. okay now we're having fun we're riding our bike i've been doing this since i was a kid i know i can do this yeah i can kill it not fast, but it's fun. I mean, mm-hmm. Who cares? You're riding a bike. Then you get off, and you put your bike down. You put your running shoes on if you got your little clip-ins. <laughs> and then I just remember feeling like I had two elephants <laughs> attached to my hips because <laughs> my my legs felt like they weighed a 1,000 pounds yeah, each. Yeah, Mine felt like jello. That's what I felt like. Really? It was like, it was like you know, no, no muscles. <laughs> it was all gone. Yeah, that that was the worst. Yeah, and then uh, yeah. Anyway, well, so. I remember too in the swim, the first one we did. You know, people that had done it before that were guiding us. I remember them telling me, you know, sign up for a f- faster swim group than you can actually swim with. Oh, and I was like, why? And they huh. said, well, because you don't want to have people slowing you down in front of you, right? Oh. You would rather be slowing somebody else down behind you. Like, okay. Oh, okay, that kind of makes sense. Okay. So the first one I did, I did that. I think we all did that. And, uh, but man, it was so intimidating, right? And I didn't sign up for a fast group by right. any stretch, but it was faster than me. But it was just so intimidating, you know, because I was holding people up. Because it was not an open water thing. It was just, this you know, lap. when you're in a pool, you swim up and down in lanes. And yeah. so you got people in front of you and behind of you, and you can't really pass easily. That's right. So anyway, so then the second one we did, I decided to sign up kind of, <laughs> kind of in my... What I thought was my swim range. Okay. And Being it was, accurate. It was too slow. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I was waiting on people. I mean, it was 
It was well the one you did with disaster. Me? That's yeah. the one I'm talking about. Oh my gosh! I mean, it was just like people with floaties on. No, no, no. <laughs> after after the race was over, somehow I finished ahead of you. But after we finished, you you said, Kyle, I could have ordered a pizza in the middle we of could that have. pool. Yeah, I was just kicking back. We could have, we could have had Domino's drop a pizza off. The I would have had time. The pool. It was that slow. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Well. It, and that's the one that we did in the rain too. Oh yeah, if you remember that. Yeah, that yeah. rained the whole time. That was in Denton. Yeah, UNT. No, no, no. That, so I, I tell you what, though. But but just being honest, um, what that did for me, I don't think everybody's called to to do triathlons. But if you are, then you know more power to you. It is very humbling, in my opinion. But the one kind of life change that it gave to me was it made me have fitness as a part of my daily routine no matter what even though i'm not doing them anymore um it really has has made that change for me and for me that's a good thing because it's kept me kind of in my weight band that i like to stay in um and it just keeps me kind of active um because i've got it you know every time i go to any kind of doctor uh they say tell me your medical history and your family medical history. And I basically check every box there is, Mm -hmm. you know, that anything that possibly genetically could be bad with my line, it's there. Mm -hmm. And so diabetes, obesity, heart disease, coronary artery disease, cancer, you name it. It's, I got all that in my family. Mm -hmm. If there's anything I can do kind of going back to the blue zone thing, and I'm not kidding anybody. I don't, think i'll ever hit 100 years old but you know Mm -hmm. give it a shot and as long as i'm going to be here i want to be as healthy as i can yep so it was life-changing for me too not i'm not consistent with exercise at all as you know i I, i'm not consistent with anything i'm either you know whatever i do i'm either a thousand percent or zero percent there's nothing in between right but it was life-changing for me in that i did find a form of exercise that i really do enjoy doing yes Yes. The biking, I really, really enjoy doing it. No. And then when I don't do it, it's just because I convince myself that I don't have time, which yeah. I really should be making time. No, I agree. But I never thought I would enjoy that. In fact, I would, I would be, you know, one of the first people to get super annoyed with the cycling groups and all that because we live in an area that's one of the most heavily trafficked from a cycling perspective in the country, actually. If you've oh, ever yeah. looked at the statistics here. Oh, no, I've not. No, it, it is. And, uh, well, I just know Amy and I found our house based on a bike route. I know. Yeah. I know. But we, I used to ride by this house all the time. And yeah. then after I moved here, I, don't, I, I wave at the cycling to get the <laughs> groups that go by and all my friends because now I'm out here mucking the horse stalls or yeah. whatever. Oh, my gosh. But yeah, but I never thought I would, uh, you know, do that. Right. And... You know, go ride 100. You know, we've done a couple of century rides oh, yeah. in Wichita Falls. We've done yeah. the MS 150 ride a couple of times. I never even, you know, thought I'd ever, it never even crossed my mind to do that. So, no. yeah, it was, it was life changing. Well, on a lot I, of levels. I, I need to, I need to do more on the bike. Well, I found the one thing that I really have always hated and continue to hate is running. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I really, God didn't build me as a runner. I'm top heavy and bow legged and I'm just, it's a terrible combination. I still do it kind of, you know, just to stay in shape cause it's such an efficient workout. But, um, I went, I went and swam twice this week Wow! and I've kind of taken a six month hiatus from it. And I just remember what a great exercise. And Amy gave me this, why I, I, what do you call it? An Apple watch? watch, Apple, Apple watch. watch. Thank you. And it, uh, it tracks my yardage and mm-hmm. my heart rate and all this. And so it was like, Dude, you were at 169 heart rate the entire time. Wow. 
I'm like, well, that's not good. So anyway, I'm yeah. kind of now recommitted to do that. But uh, to your point, uh, one of the things that resulted out of this was Kevin and I both found that we really enjoyed the bike. I'm not very good at it. You're actually much, much better and stronger than I am, but uh, we really enjoy it. Um, and we we did ride that MS-150, which is a two-day, 150-mile ride uh, for, for MS. And um, I just remember that second day getting on the bike, and your spirit was so incredibly low that uh, I was trying to – what did I tell you? I, I was trying to – This was the – actually, this actually – yeah, this was the second day. It was the second half of the second day. <laughs> yeah. And there was some stretch in up by Crumb. And it was hot. It was long. It was and remember, windy. it was really, really, really the bumpy. R- remember, it was that stretch where it was just... The asphalt was rattling. Terrible. Yeah, just rattling. You know, it was just like... <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, 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 you know, I was just, you know, angry. You were. I was just angry. That's right. And you're I like, got, you, you got to transcend. That's right. You just have to transcend out of those cracks, Kevin. You're like, I feel every I, I crack. I am inside every little <laughs> tiny crack. So right. I was trying to be very, you know, Shakespearean or whatever and trying yeah. to help him, uh, you know, rise above it all. That was the day we jumped on the back of that one team. We had never oh, ridden with a team before. No. But you remember we hopped on the back of that team and we just flew to the finish line. Yeah. Down 157. We were just hauling butt. Oh, my gosh. That was so fun. Yeah. I, I, now I know. I mean, I could never ride in the, the Tour de France or any of that, but it's so fun when you see the Tour de France ride or a big peloton of riders, how – you know, they always talk about, well, the energy of that Peloton kind of carries you for, oh my gosh, we mm. felt we were like part of 20 riders oh, and we were going 25 miles an hour yeah. for a long stretch. It just slices you through the wind. I mean, yeah. there's the wind just is killer on the yeah. bike. And I noticed in that whole time, they didn't ask either one of us to lead. No, thank goodness. <laughs> so, no, they, not at all. No, we were nowhere close. In fact, I don't think they were at that point. I think they have one guy that pulled the whole time, that whole thing, because we kind of hopped on the end, oh, on he, the back of their line. He was a workhorse. Yeah, and no, he, that was amazing. He drug us all for like the past, yeah, you know, the last fifteen twenty miles. Oh, that was across fun. the goal line. Yeah, but but the thing that uh, when you know the the thing that uh, just is a giggler as well that gives people the most anxiety is that swimming. And um, a lot of us, when we started, we're like, well, yeah, we've we swam as kids. It's no big deal. We go out and swim. Well, I remember it, you didn't go with me, but our other buddies, Chad and Matt, did go with me that first time when we decided we'd go and work out. And um, we went up to this Flower Mound Community Center. And, uh, and so we got in the pool, and it was just the three of us and then a little young teenage a high school girl that was the lifeguard. And uh, so we all look at each other and we're giggling and we're all chubby and out of shape and whatever. And we're like, all right, well, let's see if we can swim 25 yards. And so Matt did it, Chad did it, and then I did it. And um, I we came back and we were huffing and puffing because we are just smacking the water. And that, that young lady, the lifeguard, she came over to me. Uh, Matt and Chad were talking to themselves. And she's like, uh, Mr., can I tell you something? I'm like, oh, yes, please. She said, um, y- you looked awful. 
<laughs> so, so I just said, well, is there anything that you can teach? She's like, I'm on the Flower Mound uh, swim team. And yes, your your form is awful. Um, you should you should really work on breathing and, and your stroke. She's like, yeah, I'd love to be able to breathe. <laughs> and, and anyway, but then I, I ended up going to, uh, I was running a little hospital in Baton Rouge for a couple of years. And I got in with this master's, adult master swim program. And they, the coach there, Nan, she was amazing. She taught me stroke and how to really be efficient with it. And now I feel like I could get in the water and I could go swim for all day if I needed to. That's crazy. Because it's all technique. Yeah. It's all about cutting the water and, and just, you know, really being able to breathe comfortably and breathe every stroke and, and uh, anyway, so now I, again, I enjoy that. To me, it's therapeutic. I get in that water and there's no iPhone or anything. Weren't you doing the, some master swim thing in Palo Alto for a while? I was. When you were working out there? I was. So pretty much any trip that I would go on, I would find a group and see if they'd let me kind is of that tag that in. Elks Lodge in Palo yeah. Alto? Yeah. And the funny thing is they said that uh, some of the most powerful people in Silicon Valley were in the pool with me all in their little stupid looking Speedos. <laughs> I mean, you know, you don't know what anybody is if they're in their Speedo. That Elks Lodge is, is funny over there, man. Yeah. It's a, it's a hoot. Yeah. So <laughs> it was, so, so it's, it's interesting. Who so would have I, thought the Elks Lodge, Palo Alto. Right. But, um, I, I do enjoy it. And so just getting back to this article, Kevin, I do want to give you some encouragement because what the, what this says is it, it, it says that if you do a, even a sprint triathlon, if you try it, it really helps you with having more energy. Um, you'll, you really can injury proof your body by building up strength. Um, it'll help you with, um, longer longevity. Um, and then the one that I truly believe, and we've talked about this before, is there's some mental benefits to working out and exercising and really handling stress more effectively. So if you go out and you have a 20 minute run, 30 minute run, or you go out on the bike for 45 minutes or whatever, there's just such a stress relief you just i just feel like you just release that negative energy that you mm-hmm. build up throughout the day i mean what do you think i agree yeah i agree and then some of the other things it talks about uh, and this is the men's health article and it says your mood will improve uh, your libido will improve um, you learn to strengthen your weaknesses there are a lot of social benefits etc so anyway i i liked all that um, i just thought it was it was helpful. And so, again, this is not necessarily a Texas thing. I mean, there are some great triathlons and Ironmans here in Texas, I think. But, but it, again, it, I'm sure all across the south where the weather is a lot more temperate, there's a ton of these. And mm-hmm. then there's even the indoor ones. I've noticed that, you know, even up in Minneapolis, they'll do the wintertime indoor ones, hmm. you know, which interesting. Is, is interesting where you just kind of go station to station. To me, it's not as therapeutic because you're not boring. out and about. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't sound quite as exciting, but um, anyway, I I thought uh, this would be kind of a hoot to just uh, chuckle about. It was good uh, reminiscing on some of the some of the funny stuff we did. I remember <laughs> when we first started training on the bikes, there were like a dozen of us, yeah. and we didn't have road bikes. No, remember we we had those hybrid Hi- mountain hybrid. bikes, yeah. And uh, we'd just show up in shorts and t-shirts and, and flap, yeah, flapping around dorky helmets from. And then you learn Walmart. how completely snobby people can get. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> if you're not in that crazy looking, stupid biking uniform, 
which now we all have. And well, we, now I understand why it's important. But you still you look know. like a dork in that stuff. I mean, I'm me too. I'm, yeah. But and and I'm very snobby. If I go out and I'm riding in my dorky bike gear, you know, I'm like, oh, I can't believe you're in a cotton t-shirt. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's so offensive. But uh, but it is it is humbling. So let me just uh, encourage you on that too. That if you do these. Uh, you will get passed by giant people and people that are like 90 mm-hmm. because they're amazing. Well, the triathlon is very humbling because they write your age on the back of your calf. Oh, yeah. yeah and that, so you will be riding along and, you know, we were in our early 40s at this point. And I was 40, yeah. Yeah, and I remember, well, I guess I had just turned 40. I think, yeah, I I may have been 39. You were 39. Yeah. You, got, you guys were 39. Yeah. and I rem- had just turned 40. And I just remember getting passed by a 75-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't. I did, too. I think I saw a 62-year-old. 60, oh, yeah. And then the, the, branded on the back of his and then there was like, a si- then there was a 62-year-old in a big blueberry suit, and he looked like he weighed 380 pounds. And he <laughs> flew past me on the bike, but I caught him on the run. <laughs> so, and... Uh, you know, one one other thing. And so that was the pool swim thing. And so they do these pool th- swim things. And then they do a lot of open water swims, which are totally different. And so if you've never done an open water Never one, done one of those. Okay, so Amy and I did some of those. And um, the first one that I did, I'd never practiced out in a lake at all. And it's black and murky. And nobody had ever told me what to do. So I got, like, right dead center. They, you have to go out and dog paddle or whatever and just – float for five minutes before they start you and so nobody told me for a newbie you get in the back off to one corner so you have some (laughs) space to yourself i just got in the middle of that giant guppy pile and they started it and i remember i my my first stroke i slapped a lady on her her bottom (laughs) and then i came up and and my first breath up i literally kissed another man on his mouth oh my god because he was coming this way and i was going that way and then we get to this first buoy it's a trapezoid it's a 450 people have both posted hashtag me too on facebook recently hashtag me too i swam with kyle kirkpatrick (laughs) it was awful so it's a 450 meter um trapezoidal swim so you get to the first big floating buoy and i look and there's like 30 people hanging onto this buoy for dear life and I'm like, well, that can't be good. <laughs> so then I turn, and I thought I made the turn. And they have all these kayaks and boats around the perimeter of it to make sure you're safe and whatever, and we'll pick you up if you're in trouble. And so I thought I had made the turn accurately, and I'd come back. So I was going to the second buoy, which was a long stretch. I didn't make the turn well enough, and I just started swimming. And I started swimming kind of out to sea. <laughs> the, the safety boat had to come up. All I heard by me was smacking oars. And they're like, hey, mister. Hey, mister. And I looked up, and I'm like, what's what's the matter? And they're like, the course is over there. And I looked, and I had swam two, 300 yards off course. I didn't even look up. Uh, that was kind of embarrassing. You so. thought you were leading the pack, didn't you? I did. Like, man, I'm blowing everybody away. <laughs> I didn't you even can't even keep up with me anymore. Blowing everybody out of the water. Yeah, that's <laughs> pun intended. That's how bad I was. I didn't even have any spatial awareness that nobody oh, was around me, man. except a bunch of catfish. You could have ordered a pizza out there. I could. <laughs> anyway, but they saved me. 
so I appreciate that. So, all right. This was a good one. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, thanks for listening to our ramblings on the triathlon life. And uh, if you're so inclined, please partake. And uh, it does have nice benefits to it, I believe. But well, now that, you know, springtime and fall are great times in Texas to get out and do stuff like this. And that's generally when you'll see most of the events. Right. So a lot of stuff's kicking off. Right. Uh, you know, and the one right thing now? the one thing I have found out is that people like to help, too. So, like, for people like me and, and Chad and Matt back in the day, that young lady didn't have to help us, but she did. Um, and she, <laughs> she helped us just with the basics of our stroke. So don't be too proud to ask because people are more she than happy. She just was afraid you were going to die on, her, on her watch. I didn't see in three and a half foot water. <laughs> like, this man's going to die. I got I to gotta, I gotta intervene here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So terrible. All, All right. right. Well, okay. thanks for listening. Look us up on uh, iTunes, Spreaker, Google Play. Leave us a review. We appreciate it. All right. Take care. Adios. Adios.